0: Hello, and welcome to this Explore Analytics training module on building pivot views. Pivot are one of the most common and powerful ways of visualizing data, and can often be a great starting point for understanding data before you decide on different formats to visualize. So in a few quick clicks, we're going to have a real-time pivot against your data. From the Explore Analytics user interface, like creating any other new view, I'm going to go to the File menu and select New View. I'll select the data source that I want to report against, in this case, ServiceNow, and then I need to select a table of data to report against. Again, there's an autocomplete that's on the table field, so I can very easily find what I'm looking for. Once I've decided what data this pivot is going to be against, I can move on to defining the view options. My first pivot, and I'm going to select pivot report. That's what's going to make it a pivot type view. I can also, if I want to, check off to add this view to favorites, but for right now I'm going to click finish. As with other types of views, I have a note that says that every change I make to this view is automatically saved. So here I have my first pivot. By default, pivots will start by showing the count of records that are on the table that you're looking at. So in this case, my service now incident table has 13,000 rows. And this left menu, which is the Choose Fields menu, is going to define how the pivot's defined. If I ever lose it, I can click on the Choose Fields to bring it back. Now, pivot, similar to the list, if you saw the training module on list views, has a Available Fields that shows all of the fields and fields on related tables that I can report against. But because we're looking at a pivot, it's going to represent that in rows, columns, and values. The rows and columns is going to define, as you would expect, the rows and columns of the pivot. So, for example, if I want to put the, let's say, the category field in the rows and the priority field in the columns, you'll see that I now have a two-dimensional pivot that has the categories on the left side and the priorities across the top. There's no limit on how many levels you can put to this. So, for example, I can find by walking onto a related table using this arrow, the caller's company and drag that to the rows and then go even further to the country of that company. And every time I drag and drop, it makes a query out to, to the data and brings that back. So there's no limit on how many rows or columns or values the limit really is, you know, what can be usefully represented to your users. This is a pretty large uh, pivot for them to look at. So I'm just gonna back up and have just the category and priority for right now. Now there's also some special options that happen when you want to bring a date time field uh, into one of the rows or columns. So I'm gonna pull the created date time. Now because this is a date time, Explore Analytics actually gives you the ability to say what level of the date time do you want to aggregate to. Uh, do you want to bring it to the exact date, or do you want to bring it to the year and month? Uh, so in this case, I'll select year and month, and I'll click OK. And now in the rows, I have both the year and the month. The advantage of this is also Explore Analytics allows you to, set, to use these as separate grouping. So I could have the year and the month as separate columns as uh, rows and columns so now I can see month over month for the year and I can swap those if maybe it'll display better to have the months on the left and the years at the top as you've seen even just playing with the rows and columns there's a lot of flexibility in terms of how do you want to present this data and how do you want to show that I can also easily relabel things so for example I can just call this created and that way I'll be able to very easily show that these columns and rows are the created. So now we've laid out some information here, but the, where you can really drive a lot of additional power is with the third option set, which is values. As I said, it defaults to showing the count. So right now, because I'm looking at a table of incidents, I have how many incidents happened in each month in each year. But if I select a field that has a value, so for example, this is the count of how many times those incidents were reassigned, I can drag that to the values, and Explore Analytics will say, how do you want to aggregate this information together? I can add up all of the counts of how many times it was reassigned, I can average it out, I could get me the minimum value, the maximum value, or I can do some interesting things with count, So not only counting, but distinct values or non-empty values uh, that might be useful uh, to look at. I'm gonna leave this for right now as a reassignment count. I'm gonna remove that. And you you could do things like hiding a a field or displaying empty values as zero. But for right now, I'm just gonna show the number of times it was reassigned. Once I have multiple values, I can unlock the power of this calculated value. The calculated value opens a sort of formula style interface to be able to do um, calculations. So I could, for instance, say, get me the reassignment count divided by the count. Now, this is effectively the same as doing the average of reassignment count, but I'm using this as an example to show a calculation. So average times reassigned. So now I have these multiple columns that are showing all the different values, and it's still grouped by month uh, in the rows and by year in the columns. You'll notice that I now have these column labels that tell me, you know, what are the the individual values, and that's shown up as one of the option in the column labels. So I can easily drag that to the rows if I wanted to represent it that way. So for the month of January, the count, the reassignment count, and the times reassigned. So that's having multiple values is a great way to very easily leverage the data that you have uh, and get a lot of density of information and a lot of richness to your pivot. Another strategy that you can use uh, if I remove those values is something called display as. So what I'm going to do to start this off is I'm gonna drag any field to create a second count field. So I'm gonna leave it again as count But I'm going to click this display as button and this is going to open up some very powerful uh, features. So for example, difference from and percent difference from running totals and percent of columns or totals of rows. What this basically says is we're still going to count how many incidents there are, but we're going to display it in the to the user in a way that surfaces some uh, interesting information. So I'm going to show just an example of percent difference from the previous uh, created. And I'm going to put the values back in the columns. So now what we're showing is here's the number of incidents and alongside here's the percent change month over month within the year. So for example in January this of 2013 we had four and then in February we had one which is 75% less. So you can very easily see how that changes over time. Display as is a great way to very easily surface a lot of rich information uh, using the same simple data, but to present it in a way that attracts people's attention. Another great way to attract people's attention to the information that's in the report is using coloring rules. If I right click on this column that I created, I can say, add me a coloring rule. Now for this, because it's a percent difference, I'm going to just very simply say if it's less than zero, I'm going to make this uh, green because this is a reduction in incidence, which we like. And if it's more than zero, then it's going to be a light red. So now not only am I showing what's the percent change, but I can very easily see in which month did it increase, which months did it decrease and by how much. If I wanted to, I could use ranges to say, you know, the the more of an increase, the deeper the red, or the more of the decrease, the more bright the green. Um, But again, just to get you thinking about how you can use pivots to very richly represent data to the user. So with this, we have a lot of really powerful ways of displaying the information to the user. And there's just a few more options left to touch. One is the ability to do filtering. So by clicking filter data, I can do and and or conditions. So for example, if I say I'd only like to see uh, the priority one within this set of data, I can do and and or, and all the power that uh, is available there, you can explore that. The other thing that I can do very easily is I can do filter output. The filter output focuses on the results of the reports, not the data going in. So I could pick a particular year or pick the total and filter on the results of that report. Again, this is great for things like the display as or the the, um, calculations where you're really trying to isolate the results of such a a report. We also have the ability to say top N if you want to only show the top few rows in a category and very powerfully animation. So the animation provides a drop down that allows the user who's viewing the report to switch between different uh, groups. So for example, if I select category and I check off the display all, this animation then allows me to say, okay, well, show me this pivot for the database team, show it to me for the hardware team, show it to me for the network team. And don't forget, this report is real time, so it's showing you the data up to the minute. This animation is one of the first key ways that you can provide the users who are viewing this to interact with this data. The other way that they can interact with it is that users who are viewing this can always right-click to drill through to the details. So, for example, this cell means that specifically the count for 2015 in February, I'm going to drill through and see just the incidents for that uh, year and that month. I also have that ability to do the same to drill through for the entire column, which would be everything in the year 2015 or this row, which would be every year for the month of February. The other great way to be able to um, drill through or drill down would be um, the ability to uh, have drill downs. So for example, within this year, anytime you have a date time field, you always have the ability to drill down to, for example, a quarter. Uh, So when I select drill down to quarter, it's going to add those quarters to that column. And again, in this case, it's actually adding quite a bit. So I'm going to uh, drill up to year and remove those. But again, those are really powerful ways by right clicking that you can give people the ability to interact with the data. Thanks for watching this video on pivots. There's a lot of power and a lot of complexity that you can build into pivots and really represent data in a lot of advanced ways. Uh, But with this information, you should be able to get out there and build your first pivot reports.